Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. There we go. Do I need to turn that button? There we go. It's bad enough when you're duking or trying to gut through one today. Just, you know what, Brendan? I'm going to tell you something. So how long have you been with us for? Uh, This is week eight, I believe. Okay. So we're going to get you some field time here over the next uh, few months. And um, maybe in the second half of the season, this will be your baby if we come back from a a Saturday-Sunday doubleheader on the road. Okay. Sounds good to yep, me. Yep, for that challenge? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, this is Oilers Now. It's 1236 in Edmonton, and guests on our show, with the exception of John Shannon, uh, receive guest certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. <laughs> Follow the sizzle to Alberta Zone, Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. I got to talk to uh, uh, Brendan Connolly and hook John up. He's been a very gracious guest over the last several years, so uh, we got to work on some things there. But every uh, our, our allotment usually comes to us around Christmas time, so we bring aboard John at this time. John, how are you? I'm well. That's okay. Uh, everybody at uh, Rich Chris in Edmonton always look after me, even though you don't, Bob. Don't worry. Story of my life. You know what? You're my favorite. Uh, my wife's favorite guest that does the show on a weekly basis. Did you know that? You've actually told me that before, and I'm humbled. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I love my wife, but I don't always agree with her. <laughs> well, you can always go have lunch with that Burt guy. Yeah. Uh, and let me tell you, she is a glutton for punishment, as you know. <laughs> no, I know. She's, uh, she deserves a purple heart, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. So, uh, John, what a difference three, makes, three weeks makes for the Edmonton Oilers. I mean... We were in New York. On a, I did a show on Friday, had an afternoon game, and it was a terrible game between the Oilers and the Rangers. Neither team had any juice at all. Two young teams. That happens with young teams in afternoon games, body clock stuff. Um, but we did the Friday show, and I would say 80% of the texts that we were getting were fire this guy, fire that guy, trade this guy, blow it up. Uh, you know, right right to the top. You know, Daryl Cates was getting some on him. Bob Nicholson was getting some on him. Uh, Peter Shirelli was getting a fair amount on him. Todd McClellan, uh, you know, Leon Dreisaitl, Cam Talbot, and people needed to factor in the start, and it's tough to preach patience, but lo and behold, 
it has been an impressive stretch going 6-1-1, one, and one, especially when factoring in the caliber of the opposition. Yeah, I, I think it's been amazing. But we've all, what we've also seen, I think, uh, is the, uh, and, and it may be a little bit of an exaggeration, but the blossoming of a couple of guys. And I, I think Kyler Yamamoto is at the top of my list. Uh, I think the progress that he has made in that 6-1-1 one, and one, stretch uh particularly uh the last three you go holy smokes now you see what the scouts sign uh and you see the fight uh, in in this little guy that i think everybody every player on the team wants to play with now uh, and uh, i think he's probably uh, a great example of uh what the difference in the team is there's confidence there's speed there's uh, a little bit of everything that makes a difference. The Oilers were in uh, Chicago last year in either the third week of October or the last week of October. They had a line with Brad Malone, UC Oakland, and Zach Cassian. Yeah. All right. Uh, you were there because yeah. you were with us in Chicago and Pittsburgh. And, you know, Drysaddle was out with a concussion, and so too was Kajula because he got railroaded by Garnet Hathaway in the first game of the year. And right. and I just, as I watched that game yesterday, and, and you know what, Chicago, they were good in the second and third period. They were the more desperate team. They got their butts kicked the nice before 7-3. Yeah. But the Oilers have, like, Tobi- you know, Tobias Reeder playing with Leon Dry. They have three pairs, right? They have, obviously, McDavid and Nugent Hopkins. They have Reeder and they have Settle, And then they have, um, you know, Strom playing with Lucic. And Kajula's helped them out, but they've got more team speed up front, and that's one of the things that's helped them here. Yeah, you know, last night in Chicago, I thought uh, you could tell both teams played back to back, and I yeah. think that they were they were both trying to survive through regulation. Uh, and uh, in the second half of a back to back, when you're trying to survive regulation, it's, uh, it's advantage Oilers when you can put Drysital and McDavid on the ice in overtime. Uh, so uh, all of a sudden, and, and by the way, give Cam Talbot some credit. Third period. Yep. Uh, enough uh, enough business uh, going his way that uh, he did a very good job uh, at an appropriate time. So that, those are, that's what has to happen. Those are games last year the Oilers did not win. They would have lost that game four one, John. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, and and that was perhaps that was the difference. I mean, two years ago they did win those types of games, and now they're back on track. Uh, albeit a very small sample size, uh, but you can see confidence in this team. You can see, I mean, I think I think Milan Lucic, uh, I, I hope he doesn't get down on himself because he hasn't scored uh, as much as he thinks he should. But Milan Lucic has been very good for this team and I think done a, a really good job of being a leader too, uh, playing a role within McDavid's world. I think that's important. Well, there were, I don't know if everybody would have picked it up on TV, but there were three separate occasions in the game against Nashville. Matthias yeah. Ekholm is one of those. He's like Larson, you know, except he's better. You know, and Larson, and, and hey, Larson's a warrior and a great defensive defenseman, and he's been a plus player. You know, he's I think he's plus 35 as an oiler now. But Matthias Ekholm had gotten into Connor McDavid's grill a bit, and there were three separate occasions in that game. And as you know, we have great live mics. And I don't need to tell you the exact terminology that Milan used, but it was like, I'm going to kill you 
if you continue, yeah. right? And the game just yeah. it settled down every, and he did it multiple times in that game. And you can see, and the refs kind of backed off for a second and let him do it a little bit. And the guys in yeah. Nashville, and the game calmed down a bit after yeah. that because they were trying to take some shots at Nugent Hopkins and trying to take some shots at Kajula. And Lucic was out there, you know, letting everybody know. I'm still the biggest, baddest, you know what, on the block. And it, it, the problem he had last year is he slept. Teams let him sleep. He's not yeah. sleeping. He's engaged physically. Well, Looked a little tired yesterday in the second of the back-to-back, but he has been an impactful player. Bob, you're having a tough time today. I mean, yep. you want. Yep. Uh, yep. so, um, you know, the other, one, the other thing that happened in the Nashville game was on the dry sidle power play goal, which was the, which was the great passing play yep. that Lucic was involved in as well. And everybody went out of their way after the goal and the celebration. Sir, congratulate the birthday boy. But they all went out of the way to tell Lucic what a great pass. Uh, and and that, I mean, that goes that goes miles, too. I, as I said, I just hope he doesn't get frustrated himself that he isn't putting points up because what he does is more than score points. All right. Uh, now, they've won three state games, and yes, a pull has been a healthy scratch. Yeah. Ty Ratty, uh, I don't know where his return. He's got a core issue right now. Uh, I don't know how quickly he's going to be back. Uh, Marodi, by the way, got uh, drilled shoulder first into the boards by uh, Brooks Orpik. He'll do that to you. And by the way, Lucic had a little word with Brooks after that hit, too. Said, that's it. No more. Or it'll be worse than what you got from Sean Thornton. Uh, but at the end of the day here, what is best for Paul Yarvey moving forward, John? Well, I think he has to play. Uh, and uh, you know, it wouldn't take a, uh, a scientist to know that uh, Todd McClellan should not be even touching this roster right now in this lineup. Uh, so that leads me to think that Jesse Pugliarvi has to go to Bakersfield with Jay Woodcroft and, and play some hockey and play some uh, first-line hockey and stay in shape and, and get his timing down and, 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 and come back a, uh, a better player. Uh, that's To me, that's the logical thing. I I actually probably thought, okay, win the one first game against Washington with, without him. Okay, that's one. Uh, you know, the Koskinen first victory in Nashville. Okay, I, I can buy it. So last night to me was the watershed game. If if the Blackhawks win that game, then Poyarvi comes back in. The fact that the Oilers won the game, uh, I think, says okay, we're, we can't change anything now. We need to be able to give Poyarvi an opportunity. Stay in shape, get his timing well uh, to to uh, well tuned, and then go from there. So that, that I I personally I would send him to Bakersfield, and and uh, you know I, I'm sure they've had those discussions. Yeah. John Shannon joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers, Bob Stoffer with you. They have a slightly different scenario on defense with Evan Bouchard. Yeah. I think we both know at some point he's going now. Do you not agree? Yeah. The, the, yeah. The question becomes is which is the magical number, ten or thirty nine? You know, for Leon, remember it was thirty nine. Right, yeah. Bob? Yeah, he got thirty seven uh, in. Yeah, that's right. Um, and and so, how important between and how important for Bouchard is it to keep, keep stay with this team, keep it up, and then perhaps be ready for the World Junior team. Um, so that I, though, by the way, I think that was the same issue that happened to Dreisaitl. Um so, uh, you know, that to me is the bigger, that, that's the only question. Eventually he will. Um, I wouldn't be 
I wouldn't be worried about the ten game mark. I I wouldn't be now. I think he's at seven right now. I'll give you a reason to be worried about it because it happened with Dry Settle. What is Seattle expansion? Uh, well, right now that's a good question. I mean, let's say it's twenty twenty. All right, then then fine. Then he can stay. But if it's twenty twenty one, you got to protect him. Yep. If yep. he's if he's here beyond ten games. Yeah, that's right. Right. But and, I mean, hey, but hold on. Fair enough. I know where you're going. Yep. <laughs> Isn't he worth protecting? I mean, come on. I mean, hundred percent. You're only going to lose. You're only. Gonna, I can't believe we're having an expansion question already because we are only losing one guy. Yeah. And if you manage your roster properly, it's it's not going to be somebody that you're going to cover that much. Yeah. John Shannon joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers. And what happened in the last expansion is teams overthought it. That's why Chuck Fletcher is Chuck Fletcher isn't the GM in uh, Minnesota anymore. Florida wanted to dump Riley Smith, so they gave up Jonathan Marsh's show, and that's two oh. two thirds of Vegas's top line right now, John. Yeah, I mean that, that when you when you let ideas ferment for general managers and their staffs, holy smokes, too many voices. There were too many voices in in some front offices. You can text us at six thirty six thirty. Tweet us again. It's a moot point. If we know it's a 2020 expansion, but part of the concern about the 2020 expansion, John, CBA, right? CBA, and I'm not sure their building will be ready, Bob. And I was okay. walking through, uh, walking through uh, uh, Rogers' place uh, the other night, and it, it proudly said uh, 30 months. Yeah. You know? Okay, so that's two and a half years. Well, there, you know, Seattle uh, is in a, it, if it's two and a half years, then it's 2021. Yes. You know, if it's two and a half years in Seattle, it's 2021, and they have to they have to do some historical stuff to protect the roof and protect one of the walls. So they're, you know, the, the challenge they have in Seattle, uh, I think, might be greater than than uh, making it happen in uh, in exactly two years. I, you know, we had uh, we had Dave Tippett on our radio show in Toronto, and he admitted that the timeline was tight. Okay, um, and they got a lot of work to do. I have two quick hitters for you. Uh, just as we wrap up with John Shannon from NHL Hockey on Rogers, John Austin Matthews out a month. It's a pretty big deal in Toronto, isn't it? It is, um, but at the same time, this is a team that we've always talked about has strength down the middle, and what they, you know, what they were able to do on on Saturday, night, even with Austin out of the lineup, and, and you know they put Cadre on the ice with Marlow and Marner. All they did was score two of the key goals. So, uh, you know, this is a guy that. Uh, I think the bigger question is is how fragile is he rather than let's worry about the next four weeks. Okay, and just to wrap up, um, the NHL's deal with who on gambling and what does it mean? Uh, right now it means nothing, but it's with MGM, uh, and they're, they're going to create a gaming opportunity. It's a non-exclusive one with MGM, and they're going to roll out some new ways to uh, create data uh, to gamble on, and uh, you're going to next year in the United States only at this point. Uh, you're going to be able to lay down a prop bet on on games and uh, and on items inside a game uh, when it comes to gambling in the 20 states that view it legal right now. You rolled into town for Pittsburgh, Washington. You're going to be down in Detroit with us on Saturday. Uh, no. No. Okay. No, I don't think. I don't think so. I got a, my schedule. So I'm I'm back out uh, 11 and 13. Okay. Well, you got to get. Hey, you got to get. You got to join us down in Florida. Yeah, I know. We're not I actually state. We're not actually I tried to sell, tried to sell, to sell it. That one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't 
We're not in Sunrise. We're actually in Fort Lauderdale because the Oilers have a day off in between uh, the Tampa and Florida game for once. So we're looking forward to that. John, no, some... you'll, you'll, you'll just sleep in. Well, right now I need it. Uh, you know what they say, John? Sometimes you got to play hurt. <laughs> it's not what you think. <laughs> All right. I wish you. I you wish. Know what, Bob? It, it is. It is what I think. And that's okay. <laughs> All right, uh, that's John Shannon. Uh, 12.50 in Edmonton, we'll take a timeout. When we come back, Brendan Escott will bring the NHL today, and we'll talk about various other levels of hockey as well. This is Oilers Now. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chad. Uh, Stephen Kotlowitz, uh, who is uh, along with Jerry Johansson, the representation for Milan in Chicago. You can book with New West Travel Oilers fans. Join Oilers now on two great road trips coming up to Nashville and Vegas. It is 12.53 in Edmonton. Chance to see the Oilers play in two of the most exciting arenas in the NHL. Oilers now package includes airfare, accommodation, great game tickets, and a private suite in Vegas. We'll have a welcome reception uh, with yours truly and special guests, plus parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Limited space to get on these roadies to see the orders in Nashville and in Vegas. For the orders now, road trips, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446, online, newwesttravel.com. We have two minutes and 43 seconds to get to NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Drew Shamahorn and his staff, they have been outfitting people in this community for decades. Elite Promotional marketing. Here is Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Austin Matthews, you heard uh, John Shannon talk about it, sidelined for at least four weeks with the shoulder injury he suffered against the Jets. It was a shoulder-to-shoulder hit by Jacob Truba. Worth noting that this is not the same shoulder he injured last season, and it does not require surgery either. Stop me if you've heard this before. Senators D-man Mark Borowiecki will have a hearing with the league for a check to the head of Cody Eakin in last night's game against the Golden Knights. He was given a five-minute major on the play, and that was his first game back from the previous suspension. The league announced the partnership with MGM Resorts, also something that John Shannon touched on. Uh, it's a multi, multi-year multi agreement. Essentially, it just gives MGM the exclusive data on players so they can calculate betting odds, etc. The NHL does not get a cut of any of the gambling profits, though. Bakersfield uh, Condors followed up a four-goal first period with a four-goal second period to hammer the Stockton Heat 8-2 on Saturday. David Gust had two goals and an assist. The rematch goes on Halloween Wednesday in Stockton. Huge weekend for the Edmonton Oil Kings, Bob. They're proven to be a streaky team, though. They swept all three weekend games, beating Kootenay on Friday 7-2, Kirby Dock and the Saskatoon Blades 5-2 on Saturday, and the Lethbridge Hurricanes 6-3 on Sunday. Jake Neighbors had a strong weekend. He was named the league's second star yesterday. Quinn Benjafield, former Kamloops Blazer, five goals and one assist in those three games. Trey Fix-Wolanski, now second in league scoring. And another split for the U of A Golden Bears, this time with the UBC Thunder. Birds visitors won on uh, Friday night 4-3, but the Bears bounced back in big fashion on Saturday, out shooting them 51-10, winning that game 4-1. Brandon McGee with a pair of goals. Yeah, Brandon McGee had just returned to uh, the lineup. He played for the Victoria Royals in the WHL. The Bears had 88 shots in two games and only scored seven goals. Conference scoring champion and All-Canadian Luke Phillip is out with a lung issue. Uh, Stephen Legault, who played with the Edmonton Oil Kings, was the MVP of the University Cup. He has got a torn Achilles. Tyson Bailey had off-season hip surgery. It is not uh, anywhere close to being back. Those three guys would be top-line players on any team in the country. And uh, Ian Herbert's team is really struggling to score goals right now. You get 88 shots on goal over two games, you should get more than seven goals. The Edmonton Oil Kings, Trey Fix-Wolanski, has 14 points in his last five games. 
14 points in his last five games. He's a late-round draft choice of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, Doc, by the way, you mentioned uh, was here on Saturday. He bounced back yesterday. was the first star down in Red. Uh, no, in Calgary. They won in Calgary. Uh, and Dylan Cousins was in yesterday with Lethbridge. And uh, by the neutral reports I received, I basically heard Cousins is a more complete player, but Doc has a higher offensive ceiling. So I think both guys will end up going in the top six or seven. And guess who's still leading the WHL in scoring? Brett Leeson. Your boy. There you go. Fifth, sixth rounder. Someone could have had him. Instead, now he's going to end up going second, third rounder. He'll play. He's going to play. He's going to find a way to play. He can. Uh, you, when you're leading all of junior hockey in scoring and you're plus 27, you're probably a player. All right. Uh, Fernando Pisani is coming up after uh, 1 o'clock today. Uh, he's involved in the Oilers Hockey Institute, returning with a technical skills camp. We'll talk to Fernando about uh, he used to be an assistant coach with Ian Herbers at the U of A. A bit on that. But right now we're off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.